0: Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.
1: Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies You know, the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. You know, I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. You know, the night's magic. What's
2: up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, uh, well, I I guess we're we're at the, the, the trade wars again. We're at the the overall uh, beatdown of everything again, and it's amazing nothing changes. uh, But I do find it, uh, I I do find the reporting of all this to be pretty crappy. Uh, You know, I've 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 reached out to a couple of the networks uh, that continue to report this, and they only report the negative side of this, this whole trade war. And I, I think that that's the wrong approach, uh, my opinion, of course. Uh, but, of course, we have, uh, you know, Harley-Davidson now trying to squeeze a little bit as they hear more of tariffs from the uh, EU. Uh, but, I, I, again, I think that if, if, we, if we hold firm, I believe that we will not, it's, it's not a question of winning the battle, but we will get what we want and we will be able to put, ourselves in a much better shape and i think that things will be much better and i I'm, I'm just so sick and tired of the way this whole thing has been reported and dealt with uh and and i've reached out to a couple of the anchors that i talked to and i've said hey why don't you let us tell both sides of the equation i'm still waiting I'm, i must have got lost in the in the post office must have lost my email uh, because nobody's gotten back to me yet, and, and I and I wonder why, and and I think it's you know listen, it comes down to to ratings and creating all of this fear, and and quite frankly, I'm I'm tired of listening to the fear mongers about all this stuff and how bad everything's going to be. Uh, you know, the equities are telling you that it's not a big deal. And, and if it were a big deal then the equities would be collapsing and they're not, in fact, the Russell and Nasdaq are near new highs. So yeah, the markets were down today, but I mean, do we think they're going up every single day? Do we think there's never going to be another down day? Uh, And, and to me, it's just, it's, it's become, you know, reporting today has become only about uh, trying to drive rating, which is about the money. but, why is everybody so against the free market? Now I understand why China's against the free market. And I understand why the Europe's against the free market because they get, they have a benefit using it and their governments help support all these things. But I want to know why nobody wants just a true real free market and let the free, let the markets decide what's going on Uh, to me. I find that to be problematic to me. I find that to be interesting that, that we don't want free markets for whatever reason. I mean, I know who doesn't want free markets, the people that benefit the most because the markets aren't free. And of course that starts with the federal reserve that, that likes to manipulate markets and that goes into the lobbyists and everybody else that, you know, that, that get paid off for, for steering bad deals. Now, Again, I've dealt with NAFTA, and it's a bad deal. Okay, you can say whatever you want. It is a bad deal, especially when we have quotas. I want the markets to go back to a total free system and not have to deal with it. I, I'm tired of listening to anchors on TV talk, uh, fretting and having the, wiping the, su- the sweat off their brow, telling me that the world is coming to an end, chicken little, chicken little, and these tariffs are going to be the ruination. And this goes back to what we've talked about many, many times in the past. And that's that we all like things the way they were. We want we want to do the same thing over and over again. But why? Why would we want to do the same things over and over again when they have not worked? How else do you think we got twenty one trillion dollars in debt? Okay, because we do the same things over and over again. And for 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 the love of it, what's wrong with trying to? to put this country back together the way it was putting it back together where we have a true, a true free market system. I mean, where did, where, where, where did that go on the, on the side? Where did we go awry there when we decided that we didn't no longer want to have free markets? Where did we decide to, to become a nation of the uh, manipulated by government, by the federal reserve, by lobbyists, that's what I want to know. I mean, to me, what we've done so far apparently doesn't work. Again, I go back to the very the very simple thing: twenty one trillion dollars in debt, a major debt bomb. Okay, so what we've really seen is is what was written about in the Creature Room, Jekyll Island, that the very wealthy continue to to, to glam up all the assets. Well, the middle class continue to struggle. Okay, Trish Regan uses this example all the time: the hourglass economy, where the middle class continues to get squeezed. And, and and I'd like to know what do they got against the middle class? You know, everybody forgets that the middle class are the drivers of any economy. I've said this a thousand times here, and I'll continue to say it another ten thousand times. The middle class drives the economy because they're the spenders, they're their buyers, they're they're the ones that do everything. And if you wipe them you're 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 already seeing a little bit of a financial revolution through the cryptocurrency world, okay? You're already seeing things that are not exactly the way that everybody would like them to be, and that's because people are getting tired of it, all right? You're, 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 you're battling against a president who is trying to run the United States of America like a business, which I believe it should be. I have said that long before President Trump was elected, I said that this is a business. It is the biggest business in the world. And when are we going to run it like a business? Because, again, we cannot print unlimited amounts of money. We, we have too many banks that are in too much trouble. And, of course, they just had their stress test again. And, of course, they passed the flying colors. I believe that about as much as I believe I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow. And I don't play the lottery, so it's going to be hard for me to win. So, the, basically, I don't believe it at all. I think it's the biggest crock, okay, because there's no there's no way, my opinion again. This is I don't have facts. This is my opinion. There's no way that these banks have enough for what they lend out. Okay, this is the same problem we ran into every other time that there's a major meltdown. All right, and, and of course, what's going to happen? Well, their banks are going to run into trouble, and, and sure enough, there's going to show up the the Federal Reserve with the with money in hand, and and once again bail out these guys who rip America. Okay. And don't have any due diligence, do not do anything that is to our benefit, all right, because they don't have to. And, and again, I'm not saying I wouldn't do the same thing, all right? You give me the chance where I can't fail and I can make as as many big decisions as I want, all right, and, and push out as much cash as I want and create new money out of thin air because I'm I'm giving out money anyways. I mean, listen, you're giving out 10 to 1 on reserve anyways. Why shouldn't it be 1 to 1? Well, because they wouldn't make enough money, I guess, you know, again, obviously I'm going from one extreme to the other, but I think that this is just a bunch of crack and I'm tired of it. And I, and, and I know the end, the end game, the end result is there's going to be a problem and the middle class will once again, get stuck with the bill. There is no doubt. There is no question that we will get the bill once again, and it'll be a big problem. And and, and this is the way it is and the way life goes. And until we change it, and that's what I think President Trump is trying to do. And I hope I'm I'm wishing him the best success because I want to see free markets come back. That's what I'm looking for. But this is The Bubba Show. And I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. And of course, don't forget about our high school investing program, highschoolinvesting.com. You can check it out. In the meantime, if you want to help us out, go to Patreon, dot com forward slash Bubba Trading, Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. We're going to step out here for a break. We'll be right back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd of words coming right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz with the one only, very talented Jane King, Lila makes me the Kaching Report, and now hobnobbing with the with the big time at big parties in New York. What's going on, Jane
0: King? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, most of my week has been spent with a bunch of fifth graders who are graduating, graduating this week and going to middle school. So there's been a party every week. There's been ping pong parties, water gun fight parties. Uh, I won an ice cream party. And then last night, I went to a party for my friend Cheryl Casoni at Fox Business. Um, she was featured on a magazine cover. And Donald Trump Jr. was there. So uh, my daughter got her picture taken with him. So that was, <laughs> it was worth the trip to Midtown and stuck in second traffic. Uh,
2: and, and of course, uh, <laughs> uh, there's been, you know, it, it is a big, big party season, right, for graduations and getting out. And did you find a good middle school? Because I know you've been searching very hard to find a place to put your kid.
0: Yeah. He's going to, um, it's a brand new public school, um, in Greenwich village. It's called the Morton school or 75 Morton. So the actual address of it. And, um, uh, seems like a great school. I've got a real, like enthusiastic principal and active parents. And, um, you know, it's in kind of an interesting neighborhood with a lot of history and, um, some of those funds are going there too. And, and I think, I think it'll be a great school. So um, we'll see, but I'm, we're excited about it.
2: Are the, do they have a good curriculum? Cause you know, my feeling of the common core curriculum and uh, yeah, are they,
0: well, um, this is the only, so this, this school is brand new. So they've only been in one year, and they were actually in another school, kind of incubating in another school for a year. Um, so it was a small sixth-grade class last year. Um, it it to, to me, it seems very kind of typical of a school curriculum, not overly progressive. Um, they've got everything. They've got you know, language and math and sports and... Um, you know, they've got an English teacher who was super excited about uh, being the first one to to stock the library. There's 8,000 books in there. Um, She's already given them reading assignments for the summer. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. I mean, New York city schools tend to be on the progressive side just in general. So there might be a lot of social justice type things that we (laughs) are seeing. by the way, for their fifth grade project, that was, that was what they're all supposed to pick as social justice topic and work on it in a group. So were groups of four. So we did that tour last week and it was things like um, gender pay equality, gun control, um, environmental cleanup of the oceans. Um, so, you know, it was, and, and they're very one-sided. I mean, they don't even present the other side. To, not that there's another side to ocean cleanup. And we really should clean up the ocean, but some of the things have two sides. But didn't really see
2: both sides. Well, you know, that's one of the things that I've been very irritated about is even the trade war talk. You know, the media only presents one side, which is the potential bad side. I don't see it as right. bad at all, but I, I, I'm i tired of hearing only that it's a disaster and that, that, that Trump is being he's wrong. And, and I mean, I, I number one, I think he's right. Number two, I, I cannot believe that I think that we would win a trade or if there's a winner, I don't think we necessarily need anybody else, but I think that he's just trying to make things fair. And I think Germany and Europe came up with the, well, let's, you know, cars, no tariffs. I think that's great. And I think that mm-hmm. should be everywhere. Yeah. What do you think?
0: No, that's a victory for him. You know, he, um, here's, here's the situation with Donald Trump and this is almost like bigger than him, which is, uh, you know, hard to believe this even possible, but, um, he is the victim of um, 30 to 40 years of just bad leadership in Washington. So, you know, he's elected and he's trying to, trying to shake everything up and change things and get us back on the right track. And it's painful for people. Um, A lot of people complaining don't understand economics. They don't understand what's going on in trade. Um, They're just loud and, you know, they use a lot of bad language so they get attention by the media which is ridiculous. It's a whole nother subject, It's is like how many people are acting like complete children these days, actors and everybody. Um, so, you know, what he's trying to do is straighten out some problems that have been brewing for decades, like trade, like immigration, um, like, you know, education. I wish he'd tackle a little bit more. He's got enough on his plate already. But these are things he's trying to straighten out that I feel like have been caused by the people we've elected since the
2: 1980s. Well, don't you think, and I, and I think this is one of the things I look at, you know, most people are creatures of a habit. They don't like change. So even though it's bad, they continue to do the same things over and over again. And and I think, again, I, I believe that Donald Trump has a true love for America. I think that his number one goal is to make America great again, which was his slogan. But I mean, I think he's really trying to change the dynamics and get rid of all these crooks and lobbyists and people that have, you know, I I think the big outrage is not because they're worried about the American people, but because they're worried about themselves because all these deals have some kickback and involve them in my opinion. Any thoughts to that?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, he is an entrepreneur at heart and not very many people are and entrepreneurs see inefficiencies and they see stagnation and they see people who are comfortable and they try to shake it all up. And that's what he's doing. And I I think his policies are are for the most part, good. I think they're good for the country. We need this. Um, We're bloated. We've got a lot of bad policies that, you know, maybe made sense 30 years ago, but now they don't anymore. I mean, things change. You have to adapt and you have to be flexible. And I just feel like he's, um, he's being criticized by you know, uh, and I've never understood this art, this this like argument about him that um, you know he's like a faker and a liar and all that stuff. It's like, why would you leave the life that he had, to run for president? I mean, it's it's not like he's you know running and never accomplished anything in his life and wants to you know just be on a speaking circuit for you know the last thirty years of his life. I mean, he's already a billionaire. I mean, why would you do that? Um, his wealth has gone down. So I, I don't even understand the arguments that the left makes about him.
2: No, I, I again, I, I agree. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just tired of it. I'm, I'm, I, 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 you have to at some point say, you know, it's like, I don't know if you and I talked about the Bill Maher comment. Did we talk about that?
0: Uh, um, oh yes, we did when he was wishing for a recession. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's just people yeah. like I mean, that. You that, know, that just don't- add
0: that to the long list of stupid comments that we've heard in the past two years.
2: Now you follow this 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 whole immigration and this DACA thing, and what is your take on on the whole thing? I mean, I thought that he's made some overtures and wanted to get the he wanted to make, I believe, a bunch of them legalized citizens from the beginning, and he's getting no support at all from the from the left. I mean, am I wrong there? Mm.
0: Well, I'll tell you. So my daughter last night, who's nine by the way, asked me if Donald Trump is being bad. Like and I know she hears this stuff at school. And I was like, Lila, this is really complicated. And I told her, you know what, I'll tell you. I was like, you know, we have had a, confusion, a confusing immigration system for decades. And, you know, some people get in, some people don't. Um, there's been, you know, there's people who want open borders. There's people who don't want any immigration. Um, we've, never been, we've never really stuck by the law. And so now he's trying to do that. And you remember a few weeks ago when Jeff Sessions made that speech and he said, if you bring your children here, they're, you're going to be separated. And he gave them a warning that this was going to happen and they're doing exactly what the law says. And everybody just absolutely freaked out. And so I, and I was also telling her, I was like, you know, not everybody who comes here has a child's best interest in heart. Sometimes people know that, people are going to get emotional if there's a child involved and they take advantage of that and maybe they're not their own children or they're bringing them here for labor or they're bringing them here for sex trafficking and it's just a huge, complicated and overly emotional situation and I think he's just got to think it through. I mean, he's doing the only thing he can and that's trying to get more Republicans elected because until I think we can have more consistent government, I don't think we're going to solve this problem. There's just too many people with too many interests here.
2: Jane King, Lila Max Media, The Kachin Report, as always. I thank you so much and have a great day.
0: Thanks, Todd.
2: Of course, that was our friend Jane King, uh, who is from Lila Max Media. You can catch her on about 9 billion outlets throughout the uh, country on, on TV. And, of course, she always brings the good things that we like to uh, talk about. And uh, she's got a, a great background because not only is she in business uh, and, and in New York, but is from the Midwest. and. Understands the farming community and and everything else. So always, always good stuff from our friend Jane. And uh, always glad to have her aboard. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And of course, I want to remind you to uh, download the show each and every day at Liberty and as well as the Sporting Edge and Crypto Investor X as well. And of course, don't forget about our High School Investing Program. Jane and I are real big on education, and uh, I'm looking to to continue to keep this program going but as we come into the new school year our ninth year uh we're gonna need some help from uh some some of you and that would be at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash bubba trading that's patreon.com forward slash bubba trading we're gonna step out of our break we'll be back with more of the bubba show after the break top of Horwich, we're coming right back to you the bubba show That will help you, give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at the bubba We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubb at the to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader the bubble report. Welcome back to the Bubba show with Todd Bubba Horowitz and Matt Demeter from Demeter research.com. So Matt, we've got, uh, a lot of stuff, you know, going on. And of course a lot of manipulation and we you know, kind of talk about these in different markets and, uh, I I see that we always see the news on, on hacks and crypto and there's another hack and these hacks are really in, in in proportion to what's going on. They're really very small. Do they concern you? Are you worried about this stuff? Do you worry more about the crypto world
1: than you would worry about any other world? A little bit more in crypto. I mean, exchanges continue to be hacked, but there was just another hack. I forget which exchange, but they said, Hey, we're going to cover everybody's losses. So that was, that was nice. Uh, it seems to me that the guys, that these are these uh, exchanges are getting more sophisticated, and they know what you know. They know what they're doing as far as security. You know, we're not talking about the Mount Gox days anymore, where that that exchange got hacked left and right, and that's that was basically one guy running the show, Mark Carpellas, who didn't know what the hell he was doing. I mean, he's probably a very smart guy and so forth, but to run one of those exchanges against all the hackers in the world you have you know you have to be extremely competent and uh speaking of that I just I think he you know he may not run away with the billions of dollars that was left over after that uh judgment but that's something else but anyway uh, no I'm not as worried about um I'm worried about security, but not, but and more so than I would say, you know, uh, NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange. I'm worried more, you know, those I I feel are pretty well covered. But uh, it's getting a lot better every every month. Security is getting better. You hear less about hacking, and the exchanges are the big targets, and they haven't been hit uh, badly in in many months but let's go back let's go back in history for for a minute here and
2: and talk about the 1987 collapse in the stock market now again this wasn't a hack but you know they were selling people puts back in 1987 as if the market was going to zero below zero they puts were trading at below zero. Now we know that the mm. markets can't go below zero. That to me, that's the same thing as a hack. I mean, you're stealing, basically stealing money. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. I mean, you know, if, if I sell you a put where the stock has to be negative five dollars, uh, well, I can't lose, can I? And, <laughs> and, and I think that that's again, I, I think we make far too big of a deal out of this whole s- space than than should be. And, and I think that again, you're seeing. The real players are in now. JP Morgan's and Goldman Sachs is in, and others. And I'm sure there's a lot in that we don't even know about yet. And I'm sure they've been in for a lot longer than we know because this is the way that they work. They're sneaky to begin with. So, am I wrong? Isn't isn't that really the same thing? When you you just had this thing happen with the uh, with the what was it? T-Vex? not T-Vex, but uh, one of these ETFs that went down a hundred points in one day. Is that any different than a hack?
1: Uh, not. I mean the. Uh... If it's a concerted effort to rip somebody off, it's basically—I agree. It's, in that sense, it's basically the same thing. Well, I mean, yeah. I,
2: that's what I—I I think they did it to rip somebody off. I mean, a market maker knows, you know, back to '87, he knows that the put was below zero, but the the yeah. people that are—it's just—it's just, it's just don't how do, how do
1: they execute that that scheme? That's really all. It is. That's different, right? Yeah. Like with with a hack, you just you're 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 a computer coder or whatever, and you you get into somebody's system where you where you're, its going to be outright. direct theft like holding up the bank right but like what you're talking about when you sell a put that somebody you're selling something where you know they're going to take a loss on it that's i mean that's a that's that's now white collar crime (laughs) i don't know you know i don't know i
2: i just again i i get very disturbed when when everybody wants to criticize all the bad things about it but not the real the real thing because the real problem is is a lot of these guys that are criticizing are involved in some way, share, or form. And, and Matt, it looks to me, you know, you and I both know the, the Laramers and, and, well, we know Stan and mm-hmm. we, we EOS looks to be having a little bit of trouble here. Is there something wrong that we should know about? What do you, do you know anything about it?
1: Yeah. I, th- well, okay. So EOS, the, EOS was going to be, EOS was priced for perfection going into their launch. You know, they'd been building, they'd been building up block one, which was their, you know, there's the software company that built EOS, that system. Uh, they'd been building for a year or so, and expectations were huge, you know. And EOS started becoming priced for perfection, as it was, as if it was some magical, you know, you know, the end all be all. And then they launched. And I think some of the, you know, the air came out of the balloon, just out of that, because it's kind of like a buy the rumor, sell the news kind of thing. And then it wasn't a smooth process. Uh, I don't think it was not in necessarily intended to be a smooth process in vote voting for block validators, block, block producers. Uh, so that took about a week. Then, you know, the first week of Launching, they had uh, they they froze up for a couple of days. they That then uh, got resolved. There are a few bugs here and there. It just it, it it didn't come out of the box perfect, you know. So I think people just got disenchanted, like oh, it wasn't perfection. So um, it's still a, it's still a great project. It's still of the of the projects out there. It's still easily top three or four, uh, if not number, you know, one or two, uh, you know, nothing runs as fast as it does. And it's, you know, there are complaints about, there's always going to be a competing group that has a complaint about it and says, oh, you, it's too centralized. It has this problem. It has that problem. This was a really well thought through project from, from inception. And all these things were, were knowable ahead of time. And everybody thought it was great. Then it's still it's still great, and I still I still think that they have enough decentralization using 21 uh, uh, voted in block producers uh, that change over time. I think it's enough decentralization that uh, that it, it's it can't be manipulated. So I, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's still a great project. The key is you you know you either going to have something like that that runs really fast. And runs for real u- world use cases, or you have, you have stuff like Bitcoin, which you know, if, as a store of value, is fine, but it's not good as a payment payment mechanism. I mean, it can only do three transactions per second. EOS can do what you know, thousands, five thousand transactions per second. So, uh, you know, it's orders of magnitude faster, and it can actually be used for what we thought we would be able to do with Bitcoin.
2: Now, the last I saw on Binance, EOS was still suspended from trading with them. Is that still
1: the case, or trading's not suspended? You can buy, you can buy or sell. the the down, The thing is, they said they're going to hold. They're not going to release. Like, if you have EOS held there, uh, you know, in your EOS wallet on Binance, uh, they're not going to allow you to deposit or withdraw EOS until. They deem the EOS mainnet to be um, secure, or not secure, but um, stable. Once they feel that the EOS mainnet is stable, then they will, you know, allow you to make withdrawals and deposits. Um, I think they're just waiting for no new surprises to come out of the woodwork, and then they're gonna that that it won't be too long off that they'll they'll. Um, open that up
2: now what do you think about robin hood you know they're the i guess they're like a free brokerage whatever the hell they are they're you know out of uh out of a, i think uh uh the, the valley uh and of course they're now starting to get involved in the crypto space as well uh what are your thoughts of that i mean they're they're accumulating a lot of people and again that's just another sign
1: that it's becoming more more mainline yeah it makes sense too because i think their demographic still skews pretty young uh you can get what free stock purchases the uh commissionless uh stock purchases purchases i know like the people that i know that use robinhood are all you know like 20 to 25 so uh in those that's the same demographic that's you know big time into cryptos so uh it makes sense that they do that and i think you know they'll make inroads into into other demographics so uh, you know, we're going towards this society of really the marg- where, where margins get compressed and you know everything's really you know transaction costs go to, go towards zero. So it'd be an interesting world. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's great. Look, again, they're
2: hitting the right demographic. What's your thoughts quickly on Ripple? I know Coinbase is thinking of adding Ripple. What's your thoughts?
1: That's fine. It's a, or Ripple. I, the thing about you, we've talked about Ripple a while ago, but I, I think Ripple is just good for its one use case which is basically uh a replacement to the swift system for international wires but beyond that i don't really see i don't they they haven't stated a goal of being a world currency and they're radically centralized 60% of ripple the token is owned by ripple the company and that's that's really very very centralized uh so I, I don't see the I don't I don't really see the point of Ripple other than it's one the one thing it does well, which is yeah, international was, wires. Well, that
2: was you said that the SWIFT system. And, and again, I agree with that. I don't you know, again, I don't know all that much about all these little things. And I think that's just something that, you know, needs to be uh, made people made aware of because, you know, people buy it like it's going to be the the next Bitcoin, but which we both agree that it's not going to be. Yeah. So I think that's just one of the issues that we look at this is The Bubba Show with uh, Matt Demeter and uh, DemeterResearch.com and myself, Todd Bubba Horowitz, Bubba Trading. In the meantime, don't forget to download the show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm, the only station that you need. And, of course, don't forget to get Bubba's Daily Update, which is available to you for free. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com. And there's a little box that'll pop up. There's no credit card, nothing required. You just fill out the box. And every day after the close, you will get three to five minute video on what I saw in the markets. In the meantime, we're gonna step out of break. We'll be right back with more from Matt Demeter, Demeter demeterresearch.com after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. Welcome back to The Bubba Show with Todd Bubba Horwitz and Matt Demeter from demeterresearch.com. So Matt, uh, you know, we had some interesting action in equities last week as well. And, of course, uh, let's talk about the oil first. You know, OPEC had their big meeting. And, and I'm convinced in my mind, and I want you to tell me if I'm nuts or whatever, but I'm convinced that that was almost a manipulated short squeeze by OPEC because they, they let out information that they were going to cut a million barrels or or excuse me add a million barrels to production and it came out of 600,000 creating one of the biggest one-day rallies in crude oil in forever and to me that looked totally contrived and totally manipulated and this kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier about uh, some of the things that go on in these markets and this did not look real this looked like they created a short squeeze and trapped the crap out of a lot of shorts in in the oil markets any thought to that agree disagree What what are your thoughts
1: no, I agree. I think that's, that is the case. And, you know, yeah, the, the headline was what, like you said, it was a million. And then the actual ability to uh, cut was based upon how they figured it out. Only, they could only cut 600,000 barrels. Yeah. I mean, so uh, yeah, it just looks like a contrived short squeeze to me as well. I mean, we did hit my minimum target downside, um, you know, about a week ago. I thought it would keep going down to 62. That's my actual, my preferred target. So me me,
2: me too. Now, all right. Now that we, we obviously had this gigantic move up, uh, what's your next resistance level? Where do you think we're going? And uh, I mean, I still think we're going a lot lower. In fact, to me personally, this sets up for a much bigger downside move. Now the way this whole thing played out, than than I think I first thought, what are your thoughts? uh
1: yeah i mean i don't know if it's it's a bigger downside but i know that it sets up well for a short uh the you know this is one of the nice the few the few patterns that i have that's lateral that's flat so we have flat resistance at seventy we're just we just call 73 because there's margin of error in there um right right around 73 we should we should hit flat resistance that's the that's a prior high happen you know because we hit that that line already wants. So, uh, that would be as high as I could see this thing going. Um, it's not quite overbought yet on daily RSI. We're at 57. So we, we it can go higher. I don't see in the indicators. I don't see a real, uh, resistance level in it yet. So I, I think probably we go a little bit higher first. We could get all the way to 73, at which point, I would layer on some shorts. If we get to
2: seventy-three, I'll have to sell my cars. I'll no longer need to by <laughs> about, about, about consuming petroleum because I'll be out. But I, I, I get it. Now, now we look at gold, and gold has been a so lethargic; it, it hardly trades anymore. I mean, there's really no other than the down. It, there's hardly any moves. And I understand. I don't know if this is correct or not, but this is a record short interest position by the by,
1: by the commitment of traders. Is that correct? <laughs> uh it's not a record short for the commercials it is pro- it's a a fairly sizable short by the managed money guys and i don't know if it's a record uh but they're they're heavily short so it actually sets up fairly bullishly if you just look at the COTs because the commercials are the smart money and the managed managed money guys the the like the CTAs and so forth they're typically the dumb money um so, I mean, as a group, obviously, individual CTAs are, are can be great. Um, the, you know, the the pattern though, the price better I'm looking at is not, it's not that clear. To be honest, I I could I could see this where where we landed on Friday, or excuse me, on Thursday of last week. I could see it as being. Um, A bottom, but it's not a super clear one. I wouldn't be personally. I wouldn't really be touching gold right here. Uh, Silver is a little more clear. I thought that you know that low on Thursday looked pretty good. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna bounce back up. I don't think we're gonna make we peaked we peaked recently in in silver at seventeen thirty five. I don't think we're gonna quite get it all the way back up to that high. I think we're gonna make a lower high, and then we're gonna get another big sell-off. I think, I think the metals are still kind of, kind of, you know, in their bear market, and I still don't think they've made their ultimate lows for this bear market. So. Uh, I'm actually looking for twelve forty
2: in gold to, to even to even think about looking to buy some here. What about silver? I mean, you know, silver was more of a bullish position. Are they still holding it? I guess basically the way you put it, they're holding a lesser short position, which makes it more bullish.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, what's what, that what was the case? Actually, now, now it's actually kind of flipped, where the commercials are more short silver than they're short gold. So, um, so I, the the it's hard. It's hard to know for sure, but I, I I think that both metals have have further to go to the downside. But first, they, I, I definitely see a bounce here in silver, already developing. So I'm long, but uh, and then I'm look. If we can take look, if we take out the seventeen thirty five high in silver, we'll have busted the pattern to the upside, and it could really re- could really run from there. Uh, but I don't really see that happening. But you know, again, once we get there, we'll know. Let's get the um, Hunt brothers back in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, you know, oh, one, one uh, commodity I really want to talk about, or more than one, is uh, you know, at this target in in broad agriculture in DBA, and we hit it. We hit it last week. So it was. It, we were. I was looking for about 17, uh, seventeen sixty five. And we got the seventeen seventy two, so we were off by seven cents. That could be you know, we've been talking about agriculture, you know, I've been talking about it as a as being in a bear market for a very, very long time and we were just waiting for it to bottom. I think it has probably bottomed. So I think that's a big one.
2: I agree. And, I, of course, I've been a buyer of grains. And, you know, I, I actually, uh, I the, the, every time we get that trade work talk, it pushes them down. And I just want to buy more. And it, it, that's what I do because you always get that, that bounce back up. Now, of course, the NASDAQ and the Russell have been making basically new highs after new
1: high. Uh, and I know your target of, is, is still at 8,000 in the NASDAQ. It is, yeah. Just 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 a little bit above. It's declining, but it's close enough. It's it's a slowly declining line, and it's, it's just above eight thousand. So, yeah, eight thousand is my target essentially in Nasdaq, Russell two thousand. We're actually a little bit closer in the Russell two thousand. I have a this is a, this is kind of weird. It's a rising resistance line, which typically they don't they don't rise. But uh, this one's at seventeen twenty eight and slowly rising. So I don't know, call it seventeen thirty. In the Russell, I think that's we'll see a big correction from those two levels, eight thousand and then seventeen
2: thirty. Now, what do you make of the divergence in the markets? You know, the Dow has been under a lot of pressure while you know the Russell and the were been making new highs, and the S and P's just been kind of cruising
1: along. Uh, I think, I think uh, I don't really, I don't really know what to make of the divergence. To be honest, uh, with Dow, it. <laughs> I'm just not sure if uh, I don't follow the Dow as much as I follow the others. Right, no, I I'm to, I, I, yeah. I get it. I mean, it just the the
2: whole thing is that obviously the markets diverge for a reason, and it either means that the Dow is going to have a huge up move, or the the rest are going to come back down usually and meet the Dow. But uh, you know, we we've seen some some wild things happening, and I know you still have a target in TLT higher than where we are now. Uh, what are your thoughts on the bond market here now?
1: Yeah, I th- I still think it's going higher uh short term. And but the the target keeps declining. So uh we're at one twenty and fifty cents and I think and the target we're looking for is about one twenty seven forty, one twenty seven fifty. So mid mid one twenty sevens. So another seven dollars to the upside, I'd be short shorting this thing. As you know, I, I wanna I I have no position. I wanna be short treasuries. Commercials are still long, the uh Commercialists are still long, so, um, uh, and and they're not a record long position, but they're close. Like in ten year ten year treasuries, still close to a record long position. Thirty year, they're, they're they're have a big big long position, but not not exactly a record. So do you think that are you looking for
2: this this these highs in like the Nasdaq and and so to be happen rather quickly here now since we've obviously just escaped and we're kind of like in this this goofy pattern of uh, just buy 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 doesn't matter
1: yeah, we yeah I think you know we could be very close I mean you know the Nasdaq's only it's only four percent away the eight thousand mark and the uh, Russell's only two point eight percent away from you know these its targets so yeah. That could happen in a week. That could happen easily in two weeks.
2: And this is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com. And, of course, uh, always great to have Matt with us, who brings a lot of good information and in about all the world because he's a great technical analysis. In the meantime, don't forget to download the show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm, you can, the only station you need. You can also get the Sporting Edge there as well. And uh, don't forget to get... Bubba's Daily Update, which is available to you for free at BubbaTrain.com. Fill out the box and you'll be getting my thoughts each and every day after the market closes. The Bubba Show, top of We'll see you back here tomorrow, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll see you later.
1: Turn the quiet up. Turn the noise
0: down. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.